listening to the Word of Truth Revealed with Bishop Merton L. Clark. The Word of Truth Revealed is the media outreach ministry of Truth Revealed International Ministries and Interdenominational Spirit-Filled Fellowship of Believers located in Palm Bay, Florida. Our mission here at Truth Revealed is to produce disciples and to empower the populace to live out the truth of God's Word within the framework of their environment. This week, we're beginning a new series titled, Armed and Dangerous. Bishop Clark uses John chapter 14, verses 13 through 18, as the foundation scripture for part one of the message, Understanding the Supernatural. From the subject, I'm dealing with a new series today called Armed and Dangerous. Armed and Dangerous. And today's message is entitled Understanding the Supernatural. Understanding the Supernatural. You may be seated in the presence of our God. Faithful is our God. I'm reaping the harvest that God promised and I'm taking back what the devil stole from me. I rejoice. Today I shall recover it all. Apostle Royal, we welcome you back. We lost a loved one and had to bear him on yesterday. But welcome back to the fold. Wave your hand so people can see who you are. I'm so proud of you coming back into the house of the Lord. At 8 o'clock, a lady by the name of Jackie lost her mother, and she was here. She buried on yesterday. And it is a testimony of how we function when we lose people. We enter into the sanctuary. We continue to pray and seek the face of the Lord. And I do believe this is a, a mark of matured believers. When David's son died, the scripture says he, in, he, he, he went back home, washed himself, took a bath, changed his clothes, and he went into the house of worship and began to worship the Lord. This is what we do when we lose loved ones. Do not isolate yourself. Do not pull back from the fellowship. Draw to the center. Welcome back. I read to you uh, two passages of scripture that I think need to lay a proper foundation for what I wanted to do. My aim is to teach on the gifts of the spirit. But when I went to do so, the spirit of God rebuked me and let me know that I am in violation of a spiritual principle to teach you about the gifts without introducing you to the giver of the gifts. That I must talk to you about the Holy Ghost. Yes. 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 There's going to be some things that I'm going to say today that you, I don't think you've heard before. I haven't. But the Spirit speaks expressively to say, notice me. You forgot about me. You don't talk to me as much as you should. You don't acknowledge my presence. You say I feel something. I feel something and said I feel the Holy Spirit. Wow. 
He let me know that it is dangerous for me to teach you the benefit of the gifts without talking about the person and the giver of the gifts, which is our comforter and our helper today. And before you say, I already heard about the Holy Spirit. I'm actually completing a book right now called The Comforter Has Come. I wish I could add another chapter. I wish I could. Because some of the things that I'm going to say today is not in my book. And I believe we need to stop closing the chapter on the Holy Ghost. Until he finishes the work that he started in your life. He is the silent partner with God. He moves upon the darkness first before the word comes. And he's moving upon your life. Even now. And he's moving in this church even now. He's moving upon God's people even now. He's moving on me. Thank you God. How many of you ready to be armed and dangerous? <laughs> well, I'm coming into this meeting today with some big guns. I got big guns. I got some big guns. I got big guns. We're going to blow a hole in the devil's camp so big that souls are going to escape from the snare of the fowler. We gonna open up on the devil so big he's not gonna know if God is hitting him from the top, the bottom, the side. We're about to break forth the levy of the enemy. We're gonna tear his kingdom down because God is about to equip you. They're gonna call you armed and dangerous. Dangerous. Demons will tremble at the sound of his name. Demons will tremble when you're armed and dangerous. Let's talk about weapons. In the arsenal, God is going to give you a spiritual baton, a spiritual stick, a spiritual taser. He's going to equip you with spiritual pistols. Rifles, knives, swords, armed and dangerous, a shield, swords. When the spirit fights, he uses what we call the sword of the spirit, which is what? When the spirit fights, he uses word. The scripture says it is a sword. It cuts through the darkness. You're going to be armed and dangerous when you get a little word in you. You got all of the catchy phrases. You know how to speak to this generation, but do you know word? Devil don't care about what you think or even your education. What he respects is word. Armed and dangerous. Glory to God. Now I believe in arsenals. I have uh, my own. My wife doesn't like it, but I live in America. 
I'm equipped. Are you watching what's happening in our world? Just a few days ago, up in Virginia Beach, a man went into an area where he used to work, upset, and started blowing people away with an automatic weapon, 45 caliber. He was armed, and he was dangerous. I believe God wants us to be more aware of what the enemy is packing. Just remember that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not carnal, come on. But they're mighty through God, what? In the pulling down of these strongholds or the thing that's causing the man to do what he's doing. We can pull down the very puppet master that's controlling the puppet. Now I want you to think about that. Now, if I told you that there was an enemy planning on meeting you at your house and he was armed and dangerous, but I'm going to give you the ability to spoil his plan before he even forms it or tries to get to your house, would you thank God for it? That you can have the ability to stop him while he's in the planning stage? Not while he's shooting, but to stop him while he's planning it. That's the kind of thing that God wants to do in the kingdom today. But I got to talk to you about the one who God sent. And he's called the Holy Spirit. Take a moment right now. Just lift your hands before you and thank God for the Holy Ghost. Holy Spirit, we love you. We acknowledge you. Sorry. We repent for not acknowledging you. We can explore, we can explore the gifts of the Holy Spirit without first honoring the giver of the gifts, which is God, the Holy Spirit. And I could spend some time ministering to you on the personality of the Spirit of God, the personality of the Spirit, because he is a person and he has a personality. He can even be grieved, which means Holy Spirit can feel. Okay, he's not in bodily form, he's in spirit, but he can feel. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit. And when he's grieved, he will withdraw his presence. He doesn't leave you, but he, there's an anointing called the manifested presence of God. That's when the Holy Ghost steps out of the invisible and touches you so you can know he's there. But if he's grieved, he'll draw his hand back. And in many instances, our attitudes causes him to draw his hand back or his presence, his manifested presence, and we're just standing dealing with our own emotions when he's there to help manage us. Just like Jesus was with his disciples, the Holy Ghost is with us to comfort us, and to help us, to succeed in everything we do. But if you grieve him, like if you grieve a woman, she'll back up on you. Thank you, God. We thank God that he's greater than any human, uh, any human person because some people will, will back up just because they feel some kind of way. He's not that sensitive. But when you violate principles, he'll back up on you. I didn't say he would leave you. I'm saying he will not manifest his presence. He'll stay silent while you go through what you go through. I could talk about his regeneration power. 
Father, creation, Son, redemption, Holy Spirit, regeneration. We could talk about his indwelling. His indwelling and his sealing. He indwells and he seals according to the word. He seals us until the day of redemption. We can talk about Holy Spirit baptism. That's to be fully submerged and totally, totally surrendered to him that he can use you in any way he wills. And if I were to put you underwater right now, you wouldn't be able to speak English. You can try, but it won't come out. The way you want it to come out. It'll come out like blah, 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 blah. Don't let nobody mess you up when you start talking about speaking. I don't believe in that speaking in tongues stuff. If you submerge, you speak in tongues. And if you get submerged in the Holy Ghost, you won't be talking what you know. Your college stuff. You'll be like blah, 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 blah. God will use you the way he wants to use you. When you're submerged in the Holy Ghost, you surrender your will and your mind to him and he just takes over and starts doing what you can't do. We can talk about baptism of the Holy Spirit and the filling of the Holy Ghost because we can be refilled over and over again. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. I want to talk about the person of the Holy Ghost. Write it down. He is the third person of the Godhead. He is the third person of the Godhead. We have the Father, we have the Son, we have the Holy Ghost. And all three are one. I want you to get this. It's because if you're going to understand the Holy Ghost, you need to understand this. Father in the way he creates. Son manifested. The word was made flesh. Word became a human body and walked in the earth. His word became flesh and walked among us. That's who Jesus is. The word of God manifested as a human. Y'all understand? The Holy Ghost is the breath of God. Thank you God. And every once in a while, we want him to release his oxygen on the body of Christ. Glory to God. Another way to understand the power of the Holy Spirit. Think about the sun in this solar system. Think about it. You have eight planets and you have one sun. I know you were taught there are nine, but there's really eight. Nine bodies, but eight planets. They don't consider Pluto to be a planet anymore. Do your study. You'll see what I'm saying. I go to space school. You want to know something about space? Go to school. You have the sun. What is the first planet from the sun? Anybody know? Mars, good. What's the second planet? Is it Venus? You don't know? Look it up. Number three is what? The earth. Glory to God. And the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof and all they that dwell therein. Because it's the one that's inhabited. 
Thank you, God. And he gave Lucifer the great cherubim that covers the earth to cover. But when he got here, he wanted to be exalted as God is. And he cast him down. Can the church say amen? Before you were ever here, Lucifer was given the earth, the great cherubim that covers. But he spoiled the nations because he looked and got jealous and wanted to be like God. I will exalt my throne above the most high. I will be like God. That's his plan. And in many instances, he's God over media, God over technology, God over social stuff. Many of us don't understand his plan. He works in music. He was the worship leader. He works in music. And that's why the music is turning a generation away from God. Because he don't want you worshiping God. He wants you worshiping your favorite idol. And you shake it. You shake it every day. Because that's what he wants you to do. Giving your worship to people. Ultimately giving your worship to, to him, the, the Lucifer himself. Which is now called Satan. Y'all understand? So what is the first planet from the sun? Anybody found it? Mercury. What's number two? Venus. Number three? Earth. Number four? Mars. Good. Space school. I want you to focus for a moment on the sun in the midst of that, which has such a great... Uh, gravitational pull that is able to hold all of these planets is able to hold all of these planets in orbit he's a type of father that holds all things together he created it all can the church say amen glory to God the sun is like the light that shines from that star the supernova It's hot enough to burn you, but it doesn't. If, if the earth was just three miles closer to the sun, we would all be consumed. But he put it in a place that the, the light can give you luminosity without cooking you to death. But if he moved it just a few more feet, glory to God, toward the sun, we couldn't handle the heat. That's why you can never know father without the light. Thank you, God. Come on, lift your hands up again. Let's honor the Holy Ghost because he's here. Every time I talk about him, he shows up. I said every time I talk about him, he shows up. Thank you, God. So the star, the supernova, is in the midst of us. And it, it's so hot. We were just a few feet closer, it would burn us up. But he put it in its rightful place and he commanded it to stay there. Yet he gives us light. Jesus is the light of the world. He said, he that followeth me will not walk in darkness. But he will have. He will possess. He will know. The light of life. The Hebrew writer said in sundry times or in former times, God spoke to us through the prophets. But now he speaks to us directly through his son, the light of the world, who is the expressed image of the father's glory. The expressed image of his brightness and his personality. And he holds all things by the word of his power. 
That's who Jesus is. I told you he was the word made flesh, but now I'm showing you using the star. The father would be like the son. You can't get to him. If you got to him on your own, you will burn up. But he's touching you through the light. That light is called Jesus. Thank you, God. And the Holy Spirit is the tempered heat of that light. One star manifested in three ways. Father, as it relates to the star. Son, as it relates to light. Holy Spirit, as it relates to heat. Thank you, God. Are you all understanding me? So when I say one God, stop seeing three thrones. You got to see one God manifested in three persons. And this is what you need. I'm like a preacher today. But when I go home, I'll be father and husband. Y'all understand? One man manifested three ways. I don't understand how a black cow can eat green grass and produce white milk. But it happens all the time. Stop trying to understand God. Using man's philosophy. He told you about himself when he gave you his word. Touch your neighbor and say, you're getting armed and dangerous. You start understanding the power of the heat system that God has. The power of the Holy Spirit. No devil will be able to stop you. All you got to do is start turning the heat on. And when the heat gets turned on, some of those things have to melt away. The devil is a chocolate candy, a chocolate candy bar. And if you turn the heat on, he'll melt away. He's like an ice cream cone. He wants you to lick it. He wants you to get it in your mouth. But if you get some heat on it, glory to God. You're going to be armed and dangerous after this. You're going to start depending on the Holy Ghost and not on your own strength. He is the third person in the Godhead or of the Godhead. He exercises the power of the Father and the Son in creation, redemption, and regeneration. He's always working behind the scenes. Totally submitted to the Son. Totally submitted to the Father. Yet they're all in one. Through and by the Holy Spirit, He is the power. He is the power by which believers come to Christ. He helps us to see with the eye of faith. And one of the things the Holy Ghost is doing in the lives of believers today is giving us the ability to see the gift of sight i want you to get this he is the gift of sight to you not only physical sight but in the same way i want you to start thinking about mental sight or spiritual sight to see in the darkness it's like discernment the light comes on beyond what you can see in the natural and you begin to understand that there's something on the other side of this wall hallelujah there's something on the other side of this promise watch this there's something on the other side of this praise 
that if you can learn how to follow God and give him what he asks for right now, Holy Ghost will let you discern what God wants to do in your life. And then you can praise him in advance before he manifests his power. In today's economic and social climate, we all have our struggles, financially and emotionally. Are you tired? Frustrated? Do you feel like the world has taken the best from you? Everyone has been right where you are at one time or another. We understand just how you feel. Let your search for hope lead you to Truth Revealed International Ministries, 2838 Palm Bay Road, Palm Bay, Florida. We are a Bible teaching and discipleship ministry dedicated to unveiling truth to the nations. Please join us Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. and Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. We live stream every service on the World Wide Web at truthrevealed.org. Get excited. You don't have to wander anymore. Hope and love are waiting for you at Truth Revealed. If something was said during today's teaching that blessed you, or if you would like to find out more information about Truth Revealed International Ministries, we would love to hear from you. You can write to us at The Word of Truth Revealed, P.O. Box 60128, Palm Bay, Florida, 32906, or you can email us at thewordoftruth at truthrevealed.org. You can also visit us on the web at www.truthrevealed.org. If you're on Facebook, visit the Truth Revealed International Ministries fan page and click like. From time to time, you'll receive inspirational words of wisdom along with information about what's happening at Truth Revealed. Now, if you would like to purchase today's message for your personal library, when you write to us or email us, use reference number 2485. That's reference number 2485. Just include a $5 donation for CDs and a $12 donation for DVDs. And now, final thoughts from Bishop Clark. It is a joy to come to you weekly to share the gospel. If you'd like to sow a seed into this ministry, I believe God to return to you a hundredfold return on what you would sow into the ministry or into the word of truth revealed. I want you to think about that. I also would like to hear from you. I would like for you to write me a letter or email me uh, and let me know what you think about this broadcast. I'm eager to hear from the listening audience and to know how we can best serve you. Listen, stick with the word of truth revealed. And until next time, I'll see you at Truth Revealed.